Our scripture lesson today comes from the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Luke and tells the story of Jesus' recruitment of some of his disciples. Once, while Jesus was standing beside the lake of Gennesaret, and the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he saw two boats there at the shore of the lake. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, and the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little way from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked all night long, but we've caught nothing. Yet if you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught so many fish that their nets were beginning to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Go away from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. For he and all who were with him were amazed at the catch of fish that they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Then Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you'll be catching people. When they had brought their boats to shore, they left everything and followed him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Follow me and take that risk to be free and I will make you fishers of people. Come follow me. Let us be in the spirit of prayer together. Holy, loving, gracious God. We inch forward this day hoping to hear a word for our lives. Give us grace to accept with serenity the things that cannot be changed. Courage to change the things that can be changed and that, that wisdom, your holy wisdom, to distinguish the one for the other. Amen. Sometimes I think we have this cute little fantasy that all the disciples just followed Jesus without thinking about it. We often assume that they have this superhuman faith where they can just leap into things unknowing. But the Gospel of Luke tells a different story. You see, before Simon followed Jesus, Jesus had been over to Simon's house for dinner where he healed his mother-in-law. Simon and Jesus had a relationship before that long night of fishing. But there was something about this particular day of teaching and that amazing catch of abundance that helped inspire Peter, Simon Peter's life-changing decision. 
In today's story, Jesus was pushed into Simon's fishing boat to preach to all these people, this crowd, while the fishing crew was on the shore washing their nets. These commercial fishermen had experiences of patience, resilience, intuition, and artistry. These men knew the tools of the trade, the limitations of their own bodies, and the potential dangers of the sea. And so it was not actually unusual to work hard all night long for very little return. It was in the midst of this kind of fatigue and exasperation that Jesus borrowed Simon's boat and instructed him to go a little deeper into the water. Simon surely knew that further efforts were pointless, but whether out of a sense of hospitality or being just too tired to argue with him, Peter surrendered. He did it, and what a catch. They were all amazed. Simon's amazement caused him to fall to his knees and tell Jesus, go away from me, Lord. And who can blame him? I've told Jesus to get out of my face plenty of times. I've made excuses. But truth is, I just don't want to do that one thing that I know that Jesus is about to ask of me. Unlike Simon, I've read the Gospel of Luke. I know how the story ends. Following Jesus to the cross just does not sound like a fun thing to me. Using the I'm a sinful man line is pretty genius on Simon's part. I kind of wish I had thought of it myself. But Jesus saw right through that nonsense. He didn't give Simon a pep talk. Hey, buddy, you can do it. You got better skills than you think. He wasn't about boosting Simon's self-esteem. Instead, he said, do not be afraid. Of course, yes, we want Jesus to get out of our faces because we're afraid. Eventually, you and I have to leave this building of love and acceptance and go out there where the words are more harsh and worry is heavy enough to break our life's nets. Like Peter, many of us are on empty. We try our best. We give it our all. But in reality, we are afraid. And it is then when we are tired and worn out, resentful, anxious, and afraid that Jesus gets in our little boats with us and invites us to go into deeper waters. We might explore what it means to set out into such waters, the deep the deep are those places we'd rather not go, the places of discomfort where we might get in over our heads. When Jesus commands us to set out into the deep, the deep of forgiveness, the deep of justice, the deep of creativity, it's intensely vulnerable and personal. What if we forgave that one person who has hurt us so much? How will we still hold on to that Wonderful feeling of being right, being justified, of being the victim. Or what if we were to make sacrifices of our time and our gifts and offer them to the church or to the wider community? How would we balance the rest of the things in our life? 
Or what if we were to talk about money in our church in a way that is more open, more honest, more trusting, more faithful than ever before? Oh, there are just too many things that could go wrong if we were to go into the deep. Too many people who would be upset with us. Oh, we're worn out anyway. So we're better, probably better calling it a day and staying in the shallow end, drying our nets and leaving unsatisfied by the results of our efforts. Ah, but if we surrender, what we discover is that out of the depths, Jesus draws out more than enough. Enough time, enough ability, enough love, enough passion, enough talent. The deep is scary, but it is right there where enoughness is found. And even when we assume that we aren't enough, Jesus looks us in the eye and tells us not to be afraid because, oh, it's just not all up to us. I love the image that there are so many people in this crowd that want to get to Jesus that he needs Simon's boat. And the nets are breaking from the weight of the fish. Yes, even Jesus' abilities and resources are running thin. He actually can't do God's mission alone. He needs disciples, people who can follow him into God's deeper waters. And so what does he do? He catches a few fishermen who will help him captivate people's hearts. And these fishermen are the best bait. They are smelly and foul-mouthed misfits which makes them actually the most qualified for the job of telling people who are equally unexpecting that, yes, honeys, you are enough, just as you are, to receive God's abundant love. The heart of evangelism is what this story is all about. Yes, I said that E-word. It scares a good number of us, I'm sure. Evangelism has its fair share of baggage and wounds, but the E word is not a dirty word. If we progressives decided not to throw out the baby with the bathwater, we would find that the Greek translation of the word evangelism is merely to share the good news. Unfortunately, in our time and in our city, there's more proselytizing than sharing. And proselytizing is like fishing with a hook instead of a net, hooking little lost souls and getting them to accept Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. But Jesus did not call disciples to cajole or manipulate, trap or bully. Simon Peter wasn't questioned about his theology of atonement, same-sex marriage, third trimester abortion, or how to pay for a wall across southern Gaza. Jesus himself didn't use the violence of hooks or coercion to persuade people to join his religion of born-again Jews. Jesus captured people with good news, news of enoughness found in the deep waters of connection and trust. And he used a huge, spacious net that was teeming with life. And every individual fish Every little fish was considered a good catch. It seems to me that we at FCC are afraid to share the good news, to talk to people about our faith. 
And yet Jesus also calls us to share the good news of God's love for all people. Rather than hooking and dragging people in, our job is to capture people's imaginations that they are wildly loved. Like the song goes, they will know that we are Christians by our love. Yes, we have been given a promise, grounded in gentleness and respect. It's a promise that makes it safe to go into those deeper waters. And we can let go. We can let go of our fears that people will judge us for being Christian. I guarantee that we, if we live our lives as if the good news were true, it would enliven us in ways that we couldn't have imagined on our own. And then, after we share with people how love has freed us, we can get out of the way. Because here's the thing, evangelism is a catch-and-release program. It is God who takes over and makes the vision of the kingdom come alive in an individual's soul. All we can do is embody the vision by how we live our lives, reflecting into the water the profound beauty of who Christ is. And the rest of it is up to God. It is important to remember that when these tried and true fishermen followed Jesus, they didn't have to leave their experiences and their intelligence behind. They brought their best selves with them and became even more fully who they are meant to be. We don't follow Jesus in the abstract either. We trust that God prizes our intellects, our muscle memories, our educations, our experiences, our skills, our gifts. To the engineer, maybe Jesus says, follow me and build my people. To the visual artist, follow me and paint the colors of the kingdom. To the stay-at-home parent, follow me and nurture my children. To the dancer, follow me and dance the spirit. To the physician, follow me and heal broken souls. To all of us, Jesus says, don't be afraid. You are enough. Follow me and watch how I do this thing. Strike out into the deep, vulnerable waters of your love story and watch how many hearts, how many minds and lives we can captivate together. All will be amazed. And we will say, oh, what a catch. Come follow me and take the risk to be free and i will make you fishers of people come follow me amen